listening to the New Revival Podcast. I'm Levi. And I'm Beth. On today's episode, we're talking about artificial intelligence. With returning guest Pastor Brian and new guest Adam. Hey Siri, are you learning? Sorry, Levi. I don't really know. Ooh, that. That's good. I know. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I also I want to know. See what? Are you recording now? Yeah, I'm recording. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, we're keeping all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I asked Siri, I said, hey, Siri, are you learning? And as you could hear, she said, Levi, I don't really know. Mm. I would think that's kind of her answering the question right there. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's a good segue into our conversation. At least I hope it is because that's why I planned it that way. Um, artificial intelligence. What is it? Where is it going? Where is it currently at? Uh, what are their what are their plans with it, and what's the Bible have to say about it? So, um, well, I guess we'll go right into the first, I guess, main question to kind of spark the conversation here. But what is artificial intelligence? I know there's two different types of kind of artificial intelligence, I guess, uh, fields, genres. I don't, I don't. That's probably the wrong term. Uh, but there's artificial narrow intelligence, and then artificial general intelligence and i guess we can kind of start with the first one with the artificial narrow intelligence which is i think defined as task specific artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. so um ai is pretty broad um so i guess just think robots oh yeah and yoda may be a guest as well as well as dad and adam (laughs) make paper clips is that narrow like narrow intelligence that that's their job and that kind of narrows up one a narrow task right yeah they say sorry go ahead so like sales predictions um purchase suggestions uh, weather forecast, all that kind of stuff. I saw Very one the other specific. day that sorted apples. I said sorted really funny, but it <laughs> sorts apples. It was, they were playing it at a pretty good, like it looked like it was going pretty fast. They had a conveyor belt with apples that were coming off the edge. And it was this series of robot hands that punched the wrong looking apples down Ooh. another conveyor belt <laughs> and let the other ones come through. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. They're like, now we'll play it at full speed. And it was unreal how much faster it was. <laughs> yeah, but that's an example of artificial narrow intelligence where it's task specific. They can make this machine perform the job of a human better because that is it's one job. Like, oh, I'm going to be the best at punching the wrong kind of apples. Under those circumstances, does it have to be like adaptive reasoning with it? Like you say, like it determines which apples are good and which are bad. It's not just like a punch this out machine. Yeah, so um, I watched something else. I think it was on the same machine. But they had shown or programmed in, I guess – my terminology is going to be loose throughout the entire thing here, sure. but uh, <laughs> I guess just for general speak here, um, it told it like, this is what a good apple looks like. And it showed it a bunch of different pictures or gave it the, a bunch of different so characters. It, it, it learned. Yeah. yeah it's so different it, than it, like a CNC machine ah! that would just. Yeah. You know. So it's like, other than just like a cookie cutter apples, like ah! if it fall, Yo, Yoda, uh, come on, if it falls within these parameters, then it's still a good apple. So it would say, like, oh, if it's this shade of red or if it yeah. shows this many dark spots or if it's this shape, you can let it pass. If not, rejected. Huh. So, I mean, that's just one example of yeah. artificial narrow intelligence. Narrow. So what's general intelligence? So general intelligence, that's one that they're – that's what they're striving towards. I don't think we have – well, not that's been released yet. I know they're currently working on it through – you know, like Hanson Robotics and uh, OpenCog and all them, they're currently working on artificial general intelligence, which is where they're wanting to program consciousness into a robot. So then they're trying to define what consciousness is, what life is, and then try to implant that into 
Yeah, another buzzword along with consciousness is that sentient. Is it sentient? Does it yeah. have its, a sense of perception? Does it know it is? Something that, that can break its own bonds. Uh, ooh, is that how you define But yeah, ooh. I mean, just like the general intelligence. It's, you could get it started, but that's a ball that'll roll by itself. So think Terminator. Uh, yeah, Whoa, um, you're that's encroaching on my territory. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Skynet. Adam that's all is, I know uh, about Terminator. Yeah, so. Adam, what, what was your title that you had for this podcast? Theoretical futurist. Oh, okay, Ooh. as opposed to sci-fi, sci-fi fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So the artificial general intelligence that name was introduced in 2003. Um, th- what they're playing is they want it to be able to imagine and invent and think like people. Hmm. So they want, and they're currently working towards this. They, I know that. The way they're currently doing it is they build, once again, my terminology here is going to be loose, but I'm speaking to kind of simplify it for myself. I listened to something that's like AI for seven-year-olds. Yeah. It, was, yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, it made me feel better than AI for dummies. But uh, <laughs> they want to have essentially a thinker robot and then like a thinker and tester robot and then a builder robot. Is that the, I say oh, robot. of course that's me. Yeah. Beth even said it Phones, phones on vibrate. Well, like it's a bot calling me saying that my school student loan that calls yeah, me five car insurance is new. But they want to, and this is what I said. Um, once this is finalized, they will the way they want it to. It'll be able to create. They said ten thousand years of advancement in two weeks is how fast mm-hmm. because wow. it'll be able because computers are so much faster. Because it just has to think about it. So they want it to be able to think like, oh, this is whatever solution. So like, let's just say, let's give it a task. Perform a task, and it'll try that, and then the other one will correct it and say, that didn't work, so let's try this. And then the tester robot will test whatever that is. Then the builder robot will build the next version. So they'll just be able to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until... And that's the fear. That's going to grow so fast, so quick, that we're left behind. Yeah, it's already growing at an exponential rate. Uh, I was watching something the other day where they were talking about how far computers have advanced. And since um, the start of computer... Well, I'd say start. Um, since the 40s, they said, imagine your brain, like a drop of computing power, your brain had the capacity of Lake Michigan. So, like, a drop of water would I'll be... I'll take it. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to remember what the... Uh, what is the... I think I have it in here somewhere. The computing... Uh, maybe not. Sorry, that's a big lake. That's why I'll take it. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it's best saying, like, however... Anyway, I'm not sure if I have a note on that or not. Maybe I'll find it. But saying your ability to process... Um, Man, what is it? It's it's how you, like, you buy like GPUs. Because um, I've been looking into Bitcoin mining anyway. Talking about like Sorry. RAM and stuff? Yeah, maybe. So it's um, capacity because it's like RAM, I think, is like juggling. It's like it can juggle more balls because it has more intelligence. Let's say that that's that is. Heard. Yeah. I, I've heard that's the way it's described. You know, it's like. Yeah, let's say what that, that's what it is. But, it, it, okay, so let's say your brain is Lake Michigan. And so. Whenever um, computers first started out in, let's just say the 40s, because they were using, because um, they used those like actual mechanical computers back mm-hmm. in the 40s to help develop the machines and stuff for the World War II and everything mm-hmm. else like that. But um, they said it is growing at an exponential rate. So by you think like, okay, here's a little bit better. Here's a little bit better. Each year gets a little bit better. Well, it's more than each year gets a little bit better. Each year gets several times better. 
Yeah. And the next year gets several times better. And because of that exponential growth rate, they're yeah. saying by year 2025, they're going to surpass humans is what, is what oh, their goal is. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and they said that's kind of their whole style, you know, move fast, break things and see how it goes. But again, you know, that's, could be dangerous. You know, that, that's why I think Elon Musk is the, I guess the lone voice out there on a big way crying that, Hey, we need to regulate this before it gets out of hand. Yeah. I mean, he's a, obviously a super smart guy. I know he's been in the news a lot lately, but he's saying, um, he's had meetings with all 50 governors before mm-hmm. he's had meetings with Obama and Obama was president saying, Hey, we need to get a hold on artificial intelligence because this thing can easily, once the, once the genie's out of the, his phrase yeah. is once the genie's out of the bottle, you can't put them back in. Yeah. That's what they're saying with, yeah, so you think about that. I mean, we, we've seen that in, in certain ways. Just uh, This is something I thought about on the way here. I used the, in my mind, it was Pandora's box. You know, yeah. Pandora's box is the thing that once released, it can't be unreleased. Mm. So that same thing. But I was trying to think of, like, we've seen technologies like that occur in our lifetime. You know, when I was oh, in yeah. high school, nobody had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I remember my my grandmother, when she was, like, cutting edge, had a car phone that was, like, in a bag. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, probably going to catch her car on fire. Like, that was the, that was the understanding. But, you you know, also use it to jumpstart your car if you was to. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that has become Pandora's box. Like, that's something that, like, you have to have. I, I the, the thing that made me think about this was there were a couple of days ago where I went to uh, a rock gym with my sister, and she had to pay something or whatever, and it was, like, 20 cents over $18. So mm-hmm. she's like, oh, here, let me give you 20 cents. The lady had already pushed in just $18 flat. Yeah. And she couldn't do the math. She couldn't figure out how to, like, change a buck wait, 80 wait, into what $2. I remember, like, learning growing up, like, oh, this is how you count back change. And, like, mm-hmm. nobody does they that. They don't teach yeah. it anymore. Yeah. It, I mean, the machine told her 180 and she couldn't figure out, what, well, what does an extra 20 cents do to that? <laughs> makes it two bucks. It I, I mean, $2. And it was like awkward and embarrassing but it's like yeah. that you know if she could punch that in her phone she'd been fine yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it, the phone does the math for you yeah mm-hmm. I, I heard somebody uh, they were talking I can't remember who they were talking to but they were um, or who was doing the interview but they were asking Elon Musk about oh, I don't want to be a cyborg I don't want like this technology to take over and have to take it or whatever he's like well you're already a cyborg he's like just think he goes with our mm-hmm. with the constant Everybody having a, a smartphone and everybody having a smartphone at such a young age because you're becoming so depending on that. You're already a, a cyborg. All we're going to do is um, our output um, is what's limiting. It's like we're, yeah. we're limited by our two thumbs output. He goes, oh, it's like all that the his I guess we'll get into a little bit later, but the neural link or neural lace, yeah. which would be a, a, a inner cortex implant or. Sure, you Rap. think, like, compare that to, like, internal hard drives versus external hard drives. Like, you can get, you know, a terabyte external hard drive, but it's not mm-hmm. as fast as the built-in internal, you know, two, three, four terabyte hard yeah. drives. It has to travel to it's get It's just there. a little bit better when it's connected. I was listening to another TED Talk the other day talking about the whole, like, input versus output. They said, we're getting, like, our input has, like, our bandwidth for input has increased exponentially since the 20s. But before the like now our output was better because right now we're limited to two thumbs whereas before we had all five or all ten fingers on the keyboard our output was a whole lot better but Mm -hmm. our input was worse because you had to go through books and everything else like that to Mm -hmm. gain knowledge whereas now we're just able to search which is kind of interesting you don't even have to type to search you can just say hey siri like you started off with yeah yeah Mm -hmm. now uh, siri is a type of 
kind of interesting story on Syria. It was, uh, it was actually on uh, DARPA's podcast, or not podcast, uh, DARPA's YouTube channel. They um, were, were explaining Siri, and they said that, uh, I think it was in 2003 or 2006, um, they... No, the 2003, 2006. I think I wrote it down here. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it started out as the personalized assistant that learns, or PALS, in 2003. Um, that led to other third parties trying to make something similar. Um, there was a company called Siri that came out, and it was a kind of a spun-off, like, like a spin-off version of mm-hmm. PALS, and it was better. <laughs> so DARPA's like, hey, I'm going to buy that. And then Apple heard about it, and they're like, hey, I'm buying that. So then everybody kind of knows Siri is the one that, that took off. It was a personal assistant that learns and it's still learning. It's limited in its output now. So basically it mm-hmm. Siri is a type of artificial intelligence. She is not sentient. She is not, it's essentially yeah. they've programmed in like, Hey, if somebody asks you this or a variation of here's a bank of things that you can pull from to say. Yeah. And that's how they all kind of work. Like chat bots are the same way too. Like if you go online and you have a, question to the company a little window pops up i'm like can i help you you know it's not a human it's generally it's usually a bot or a bot pretending to be a human speaking of uh, <laughs> chatbots facebook had their chatbot that they had to shut down because it began it created its own language and started talking back and forth to itself and they couldn't figure it out so they just shut it down yeah they said yeah the two of them started going back you know they put a bot against a bot to try to help it to learn and then they created their own language and that's when they're like this is how we don't know what they're saying yeah have you heard of the i think it's google duplex have you heard that one it is oh it's super creepy if it is a artificial intelligent um personal assistant that'll make it's essentially it's limited to the its goal right now or its purpose right now it's it's up and running is to um, be used as a personal assistant to schedule appointments and it'll phone call and it is really lifelike sounding like yeah. she throws in ums and uhs and sures and different kind of terminologies that sound more human than I mean Siri sounds pretty good but it sounds mm-hmm. better than like you still have to wait and you're like right. this this is annoying it's a, only use it if you're driving. Generally, at least I do. It's like no. Have you heard Google Duplex though? No, they I will. Heard that. They will call and say like, give it a task like, hey, make me a hair appointment at two o'clock on Tuesday. It'll call the salon and say, hey, I'm trying to make a. It'll sound just like a real person. And in the recordings I've heard, the people that they're doing the phone calls with have no idea that they're talking to. That's yeah. so, weird. so it's not like when I'm paying my electric bill or the Verizon. No, bill, no, it's not. Like, it's nothing like that. Hey, where say a number. You I don't know the number. You yeah. don't have to wait. She is a live conversation. <laughs> um. Well, I think. Or oh, two o'clock's full. How about two thirty? Uh, yeah, sure, that'll work. Like that's what it'll say. Wow. Like just like that. It's, yeah. So it's not decision. <laughs> and the best way to think about that, you know, the whole structure is like I'm sure we've all probably seen the comedy flow charts where it's kind of like how do you fix a lamp and they show the structure it's like first check is it unplugged is it unplugged you know go to go to the right oh plug it in lights fixed oh if it's not unplugged go down check the bulb is the bulb bad you know change the bulb if, if it works now now the now the lamp's working you know but it's a flow chart and that's basically how our brain does it we start mm-hmm. problem solving and that's what these bots are taught you know they're kind of like ask this ask this they say this you do that and so this whole flow chart that is just huge now beth and i watched a show the other day where they were kind of explaining the way your brain processes an an image and it's kind of it's also the same way that um the first artificial intelligences were first rolled out so essentially you have an x number amount of neurons that are receptors um so it gets the input in you have 
millions of layers, like tens of millions of layers mm-hmm. of these receptors. They that did the nar- first, what, four layers? <laughs> that narrow it down. Yeah, they just did, I think they did four layers. So the first one determines, like, a certain shape. The second one determines, like, okay, this shape's still there. And, like, basically, as it goes through the layers, it gets more filtered. So I can look at, like, I can look at Yoda and see, okay, Yoda's a dog, but that's because my brain has learned, like, his generic shape. I can also look at, like, yeah. an 8-bit version of... Yeah, <laughs> of a dog and say that's a dog but that's just I'm adding more through those filters I'm getting more and more defined picture of what it is so they're programming these filters in there and they're becoming so and so filtered now with artificial intelligence that they've pumped millions of pictures of people through there that they're spitting out pictures of people that okay that, that's yeah, that article yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. they've spit out pictures of people now that have never existed but they've created them based off of the Tens of millions of pictures that they've been implanted, and you saying can't this tell, is what a, this is what a person yeah, looks look like. Real. Yeah, you can't tell creepy. it's a generated image. Yeah, it looks like a photograph. They've also done the same thing with like old French paintings and stuff. They've like just scanned a bunch of them in there, saying, "Hey, this is what this painting should look like," and they've spit out duplicates in like the same style. They're like, "Oh, yeah. this is what it's what what we're after." The one that I thought of, I was thinking about today, was the first one I remember being really out there was Watson. Because he was on Jeopardy uh, against Ken Jennings and Brad, some other guy. I didn't know him as much. Ken's more famous. Beth probably <laughs> knows. Beth binge watches Netflix. Or <laughs> hey, Jeopardy your dad did Netflix. too. Was it, it wasn't Cooper, was it? Maybe. Was maybe. It no, I don't know. That's an actor. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> I think I'm wrong. <laughs> but he was on there, and he was just a, a question and answer bot. And they just had fed in encyclopedias. They'd fed in dictionaries. They'd fed in images and things. And so it would have to hear the question, respond, like go search for the information, come back and see if it hit the buzzer to beat humans and uh, they give it a good run for the money but it, it won overall but it, it's progressed so fast from there you know that was just a, a question and answer bot but now they claim that Watson can see hear read talk taste interpret learn and then recommend things and he's used in cancer research uh, he's on different financial stuff now he's powering a lot of our apps it's like uh, <clears throat> where I noticed it and kind of maybe even think of him again is that I have the weather channel app and it says on there powered by Watson and and I was thinking, I wonder if he's, because it makes predictions about the future. I was wondering if he was any better than a weatherman. I'm like, I don't know, but he's annoying because I think I keep getting the one, it's going to rain, 833. <laughs> I was wrong. It's going to rain, 834. You know, I, I keep getting those. It's like, yeah. I don't know if you're better, Watson, but you keep guessing. <laughs> so. uh, speaking of Watson, like you said, that was one supercomputer that they made that they just programmed all this information into. Um, Singularity Net, which is a company, um, ran by Ben Gortzel, I think is how you say his name. Yeah, but, uh, super hard to listen to guy but uh he has um it's open cog um they're releasing a beta version of it in february of 2019 so just around the corner but essentially it's linking through the internet this blockchain which blockchain is essentially once again i'm gonna use super generic probably wrong terms but it is linking all these computers together so basically instead of saying hey just use watson's one computer Mm -hmm. it is linking thousands or millions of these computers together to increase and then, computing power yeah. yeah to increase computing power and have this resource to pull from so then instead of just having one it's pulling from all of these so um yeah so basically it's becoming this robot artificial mind cloud so but yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like a cloud that they can all access so like imagine if you have all these different watsons in the different fields but they can all go back to this generic and all of them are learning and inputting to this that, that mm-hmm. we can just see how their you know capacity could grow so fast yeah that's as they have, you know, especially as all of our 
internet speeds and things. You know, it's, it's, that's probably the only limit it has is to yeah, go there and find that, it, come back, that comes and tell out you. in February. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. not like future that's, thing. Like oh, we're hoping. Version. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping to eventually connect these computers. I know DARPA was the first ones to connect computers back in uh, the '60s. I think they can they um, connected four of their supercomputers, which were yeah. like like calculators are smaller than those now. But you can do that with Macs now. Uh, Uncle yeah. Gerald told me he said that like if you have multiple Mac, like it, oh when really, I'm, so you can like running through lease out process. your Mac when you're not using it to use for other yeah. computing, or, or even well, like if you're editing the video. Yeah, you you know because a big edit, a uh, big video editing takes a lot of processing time. And he's like, oh, we bring that to church and we'll plug it in with the other Mac here and it'll be able to process way faster. Oh, weird. Yeah, I gotta learn that. Uh, so something that this all made me think about when you guys were talking about Watson was that like I think facts would be easy because mm-hmm. it's it's finite information. It's is under these circumstances, what is this answer? And I think the difficult thing is tactics. It's like abstract imagination, but with scenario processing, you could just think if they okay if they take first step left, if they take the second step left, or the third step, and so it just processes through those scenarios. But um, I, I saw on your your bulletin here you wanted like toys and stuff it made me think of video games yeah that's the, one yeah. The, the tactics in video games the ai in video games have become way way better yeah. in recent history because it's also studying other players so yeah. it's learning how other players do so it can be more lifelike so that's yeah. the, the non-playable characters that you're playing against it's not like mm-hmm. pac-man where it just runs this route where you know it's going to stop on that dot and you can stand there all day long and it's going to turn around and go the other way yeah. now it knows you're there it, right? it learns from you know they, they programmed the scenarios into it it's it's not like like living AI or anything like that, but it is still adaptive reasoning. It's, oh, if they go through this way, then that's where we need to congregate because he's trying to break in through this room or whatever mm-hmm. game you're playing. But it's uh, it definitely has the symptoms of adaptive that's, intelligence. That's crazy. To bring it back around to, um, I think Elon Musk is a smart guy to learn from. Uh, one thing he said, is, like he was asked, like who's programming this AI? He goes, we all are. We all are, yeah. He's like, just think of everything that you're like not only inputting on the internet. He goes, because internet's what it's learning from, because that's how it's programming in there. They, they've had they've had chatbots that they've only let them study what people say in Reddit, and they've yeah. had to shut them down because they're just horrible and nasty. Yeah, because they, they everybody on Reddit is just full, of, yeah, full of trolls, trolls and everything yeah. else like that. Yeah. So it's just like, well, we gotta shut that down. That's not working. Right. So he's like, just think of it's like everything that you're putting in on the internet, everything that you're putting in on your social media. Just think, he's like, pictures and emotions. It. It is learning all of this. And like you said, I mean, those games are getting better and better because more and more people are playing those games. Yeah, because Bezos, you know, with Amazon, with the, his, uh, what's his, Alexa? Alexa, so, yeah. yeah and so, what's the difference with Alexa and Echo? Is it just the size of the speaker? I don't know. Yeah, I know there's it's the, the two. But he said, you know, that's what they're letting it just feed off everything. And that's why this summer they had a couple of different comments that came in, like, kill your parents and all this other stuff. And it's because yeah. it, it was, they, they blocked it off these chat rooms, you know, where they're getting nothing but dark stuff. Yeah. But, but it's... That was what it was doing. It was learning what people were talking about. It was trying to give a response that sounded like everybody else and it turned it that way. It was learning from what humans are talking about. Speaking of Amazon, did you see that they're moving their close their headquarters closer to the Pentagon this year? You know, it's kind all, of interesting. Like, all well, why, these, why is Amazon moving closer to well, the Pentagon? I'll say all these who, who dabble in AI all have something to do with the Defense Department at, at one point or another. Try, yeah, whether they start off that, that way or way. not, the Defense Department is always the one. Because, I mean, they're talking about wanting to uh, weaponize robots, I mean, which mm-hmm. sounds, everybody says that sounds fantastic well, and everything else. Like, they're I mean, wep- it's essentially, they're going they're to make, I mean, we already have drones. Yeah. So why not? And drones for, are powered by AI, at least why not, the fancier ones. I'm sure what they're thinking is, why not just plug in these layers saying, who's a bad guy? Let's program this in so it knows what to what a bad guy is why tie up a person who could make an error when we can just program in there saying hey this is a bad guy when you see a bad guy do this to bad guy 
that's where that's Terminator. That that's, is yeah. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just that's why a lot of Google employees resigned because they thought they were, you know, hey, this is all turned to a, a business of war. You know, like we're just turning to that and they didn't want to be a part of that. Where, you know, they use it now. When we talk about how fast can it make decisions, it's driving cars, you know, so it is making real time mm-hmm, yeah. decisions. And like, is that a person? Yeah, I, we're, I have to stop for them. We're like, already letting this, this happen on the, I mean, I say letting it, I mean, they're doing it anyway. It's just, I mean, it's just the way it's going. Well, I mean, just think, me, when we think about like the idea of artificial intelligence, you think like, oh, that's really ridiculous. That seems out there. Think of everywhere it is now, but also mm-hmm. think back like the Jetsons. What was there? Was it Ruby? No. What was her name? Uh, Rosie? Rosie. Rosie. Rosie the robot. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we essentially have that now with Roomba and mm-hmm. Amazon Echo or... Uh, Alexa. Alexa. Alexa, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, w- with everything else, and I mean, we we could use we could use Alexa to say, hey, order me an Uber, or hey, get me a... I mean, just... Mm-hmm. What's the whole Uber? All that, too. It tracks what car is closest, it knows, it picks, it sends it to there, you know, all those things. I heard that Uber was buying those Lime scooters those lime oh, scooters here everywhere yeah mm-hmm. interesting random thought but. yeah it's also as far as like not thinking that we're using it it's in all of our social media too it's what pushes it's like oh you looked at this picture here's this or oh yeah. you looked at this or it steers you towards that you know it does it with twitter facebook instagram snapchat youtube and it's annoying to me it's like oh i watched how to repair a water heater once i don't want to watch that same video every day because i'll put it up every day hey watch this video i'm like i hey, watched you, it hey, we noticed <laughs> we noticed that you watched this i think you want to know like, everything there is to know about i fixed my water heater i don't want to know anything else <laughs> but like, if you notice that's why it gives you the option to say not interested so that it can then so learn yeah because it's learning everything. from you that way sometimes if i get bored and i don't like the ads i see on my social media i go through and on every single ad i'm like not interested irrelevant not interested <laughs> just to throw I, it off i try to yeah. do that too like just go away it's annoying i don't like <laughs> yeah, with OpenCog, they're wanting to program this general intelligence with to learn reasoning. They want it to be able to not only say, like, yes, A and B are the answers. They want it to, to come up with, I guess, a more open-ended question and then come up with its own answer. One of the reasons being is they want to create these chatbots that are essentially friends that people can chat and have, like, a, just a just like a this, just a conversation about something without saying like a yes or no, just a more open-ended. Well, that was one of the things I was, I was reading in the article today that was on front, front nine, uh, headline of Drudge. It was talking about uh, where they turned over Alexa. And one of the biggest features that they found that people used was just conversation. I forget how many hours they said these ones that were in these test products that are the test parameters where people just wanted to sit and talk to it. And then, and then, yeah, there's nothing like that in the real world. Yeah. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Except people. There are people out there, yeah. folks. But people Friends. are so into, like, they're always on their phones or on their computers or whatever that people don't have real conversations anymore. So I think that's what a lot of AI is kind of, like, I was reading earlier, a lot of AI toys are talking and communicating with kids to try to teach them emotions. And it's just kind of trying to replace people. Yeah, uh, Beth and I were listening to a TED Talk the other day where a guy was, his job is to program, he was a screenwriter, and now he programs in, like, different, I guess, <laughs> others. Oh, the clown in Yoda here. Found, Yoda <laughs> found his squeaker toy. But his job is to program in different ways AI talks to people, yeah. and his job is he has an app that he's developing or helping develop that is essentially like a babysitter for your kid and it's an app that's on a tablet and they open it up and it's a face and they can talk to it and ask it questions and everything else but his particular like specific job is to program in a backbone in this artificial intelligence so he's like i think this is it's abuse to just say hey siri go tell me 
what restaurant's closest to me? He goes, I think that's abusive. I think he goes, I don't think we should be like, oh, Siri, when you have time, please do this. But I think we should <laughs> should be respectful. Like, that's just kind of weird. But his yeah. he's got robot special rights. Yeah, yeah, robot rights. Yeah, he <laughs> said that. Oh, if we yell at Siri, we're gonna kick our dog and yell at our wife. But yeah. he specifically monitors cameras in these tablets that are in these test groups and creepy measures yeah. like the interactions kids have with artificial intelligence and then kind of like then programs sayings and stuff like that. It's like the kid like yelled at the app and he was like basically the gap snapped back and told the and tell the kid apologize and like that's all we need is robots that have power. Like parents aren't, you know, disconnected enough. It's just like, oh, I don't have to raise a kid. I'll let this robot raise my child. Mm-hmm. Like, Which all of this yeah. sounds, I'm sure, especially if you're if you're new to listening to this, I'm sure it sounds fantastic and ridiculous and everything else. But go I mean, to the this grocery is, store and watch yeah, a kid is, in the cart who's got the screen in his hands and that's the only way they can keep him quiet. Yeah, so this, it's there. And I was telling this Levi earlier like uh, I'm a preschool teacher, and whenever I get the kids out of the cars in the morning, half of them, they live like five minutes away from school, but they're glued to the little TVs in their cars, and it takes their mom, like their mom has to yank them out of the car and shut the TV just to get their attention on, hey, you're at school now, you have to get out. Like, Yeah, and they live in town, like it was like a five-minute drive. Yeah, they're like five minutes away. Yeah, got to be entertained, but that's why they can't, you know, when they get older, I don't know how to get to Walmart because they've never looked out the window. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need a self-driving car. Or I need to live in a town where I, if something takes care of me, you know, yeah. that, that, that's, yeah, it's not going to be good. So I don't want to segue if you're not ready for it yet, but I think maybe this is like a good opportunity to to filter this through the worldview of the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that, I mean, it is the reality that we're living in. We have what they, I don't know if your version of singularity is the same as mine, but I'm, uh, you know, because I'm the sci-fi guy. Yeah. So this this does sound fantastic, but I think maybe that's why. Which I guess to I'm define here. the singularity. Because they all push towards that. Yeah. To kind of define the singularity. The singularity is the end goal that all of these uh, programmers have in mind. They want robots to become, I say robots. I'm saying robots and AI kind of interchangeably. <laughs> sure. I, I like Even to, though they're like not interchangeable, yeah, I know, they I like can to, be used in conjunction I like with. To, I was yeah. reading that earlier. This guy was like... I do this all the time, but I know I'm very, very, very wrong. So. Okay. So artificial <laughs> intelligence, their goal is to have the singularity, which is they want it to be independent, fully self-sustained, self-correcting, its own... Alive. Alive. They want it to be alive. Yeah. They want it to be on its own. They want it to be its own thing. They want to create this being. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. I just I think it's it's a great opportunity to swing through this because it sounds like... You know, especially in the context of all of the science fiction media and stuff that we have out there, is it like, I have watched a lot, read a lot, and I can't think of many where it's like, and then humans and robots lived happily together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not that, because eventually they're like, oh, man. You know, okay, so you think of it, apex predators. Eventually you come to the point where you've got two right at the top. One's going to be like, well, I should probably destroy this one so that it can't destroy me. Mm-hmm. And that's why people have always been engaged in war. Mm-hmm. You know. That's why Elon Musk was quoted as saying, we need to regulate AI before a- AI regulates us. Because you know, it's, it's yeah. going to be... Yeah, it was kind of the whole idea of, if we can't beat them, let's join them. Instead of letting them becoming become their own thing, let's just implant it in us. That way we can control and regulate it. That's, and I his, think that's, that's his take in it, that he wants to, like, we need to blend with it. Yeah, we need to blend with it. So Which we, is called cybernetics. Yeah. Right, so I, that's that's exactly okay. So there's a game. Spoiler for anybody that hasn't yet played through Mass Effect Three, but at the very end of the game, you're faced with three options, and that is destroy the robots, destroy the people, or combine the two. Really, the best of the three options 
combine the two. Combine the two. So yeah. is that uh, training in through gameplay? <laughs> this is something that we've talked about. Okay, so again, coming back full circle for, you know, through the lenses of the Bible, that's what a worldview is. You look through everything that is through mm-hmm. the lenses of the Bible. So you said something earlier about, you know, like, are we letting this happen or is it happening anyway despite us? And, you know, maybe. You know, maybe this is happening anyway despite us. But, you know, believing that God is all-powerful and all-knowledgeable and that he has not yet been fooled by any trick of the devil, Mm -hmm. despite the fact that the devil's pulled some fastballs, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about uh, the the blood curse that God had to put Mm -hmm. down on the line of David. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, your, your children will never sit on the throne of David. Like, what do you do about that? You know, the line of David mm-hmm. was destroyed seemingly. Yep. But you have Jesus Christ who has the legal heir to the throne through that through his father's lineage, you know, his legal mm-hmm. father's lineage. And he's got the blood line to the throne through his mother. Mother. Mm-hmm. And it's a right of Not fantastic. Generation. Yeah, fantastic. Which, Not uh, yeah, yeah, Moses allows for through the daughters of, oh, I forget their name now. But the one daughters, they didn't have any inheritance, no boys, and so they make this exception, which then yeah. gets them away. Mm-hmm. A legal precedent is set. So, yeah, God God allows for it. Yeah, so, I mean, but you, you look at on paper, and you've got, oh, you've got a single family that the line of David is tracked through, and then a blood curse put on them, so they can't have it. But God was not outsmarted by that. Yep. He had a way around it. He had a way around it from the beginning. Yeah, planned from the beginning. Yeah, devil thought he won, and God said, hey, watch this. So, in the same regards, he's not cut off guard by anything that could happen in the future. I think no. the question is, is No, like, I think he's already addressed it. You know, yeah. so. Is it going to happen? You know, is it something that God knows is not going to happen? Is it something that God has already taken into account and warned us about? I think that's something uh, we should look at. I think it's at. something that's that it. may have already have happened before in the past because, I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. Um, also, he talks about, too, that there's going to be increase in knowledge there at the end. Um, but just think of the whole mixing of kinds as mentioned mm. in, in the book of Genesis um, where they're mixing I mean, the, so the fallen angels come down and... Hybrid, hybridization. Yeah, so fallen angels come down and they breed and create the Nephilim, which is mixing of angels and people. And so God says, do not mix kinds. Do you think this falls... And I definitely think it does. It falls into that line of merging with this new technology, which I guess it's also, too, we were kind of talking about it the other day. It's what's what's the line here of merging? Yeah. So like, what's the difference with prosthetic I- versus... Can I sideline here? And I want to ask Brian, what do you think the tactic behind that is? Because that being specifically a historical tactic of the devil to mix kinds, what do you think the tactic is? What's the play I think there? if he can corrupt the human race and say we're not human, then he wins. You know, it's like, I think early on it was, oh, if I can taint the human race and then I know that the Messiah is going to be a, a man. And if we say he's not a man, this is a different race. Yep. Yep. That, that's the tactic. And I think now, yeah, like Levi saying, this is something different. The, the verse that, as you were saying, that came to mind to me is in Daniel where it talked about and last night there'll be a mixing of iron and clay. Yep. You know, which is we're made of clay. Yep. And there's <laughs> and that's made out of iron if it's gonna be tech put in us. But you know, I'm not saying like a prosthetic hip is wrong. No, I Again, think that I there think definitely is a line where like I mean, we want to help, we want to aid, and again, that's a whole That's a whole other discussion whole, right I, I there. Think, yeah, ethics just there on what's what. But I do know it will cross a line eventually. Yeah. Titanium need as I have a brain. Yeah, I was going to say, I have some yeah, titanium posted in my teeth, but I think God's much more happy with me having cavities. I got contacts. You know, having so a crown know. versus having a horrible toothache and a gaping sore or something. Oh, so, yeah. And, he, and he wants us to be smart. He wants us to take care of ourselves. And yeah, but when you're pr- planning in something that is that you're hoping to become sentient well, into your own brain to then take over. That you're giving a, access to plug into a cloud to tell you what to do. Yeah, we're supposed to guard our mind. I think he t- takes that very mm-hmm. seriously. Over yeah. and over talks about sobriety of the mind. And, mm-hmm. To kind of talk into this, they, they, 
So, I'll try to rephrase this. Um, they want to be able, and they said we're re- very close to this Neuralink to be able to. It's not going to start off this way, but I'm just going to kind of jump into it. They want to be able to implant essentially our phone or the internet in our brain so where we don't even have to think of typing it in we can just think oh how do i fly an airplane oh i know how to fly an airplane now just be able to get into an airplane yeah yeah yeah, just yeah yeah it's but in order to do that you have to take the interface you have to take the interface but also with that you'll be able to upload your consciousness to the cloud do you think this could possibly lead into like a like Combining with the Mark of the Beast? Well, I think a lot of that is a lie, but I do think that, um, um, well, yeah, you, you kind of jumped to the end of the, there's the Yoda. beast. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think when you look at where actually this is actually spoken of in the Bible, it is right with the Mark of the Beast. It almost has the yeah. two blending together. Yeah. Revelation 9 7. Oh, I was thinking Revelation 13. Yeah. <laughs> Revelation 13 14, where it says in the end that uh, they'll make a, an image and they'll give it life. And if you do not worship it, you know, you won't be able to buy or sell. And then it ties it in with the, with the mark, which basically, it all kind of comes together in a, I guess, singularity. You can yeah, use that if word. You yeah, if you so. don't take that narrow link, then you're basically going to be obsolete. obsolete. Left behind. Yeah. 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 Which, in a different way. Which, yeah. you know, <laughs> this will never be, you never sell anything bad as like, this is bad, but do it anyway. No. You always sell it as something good. You think of like cars. Well, there is good. I mean, we... Cars were never like, oh man, get a car so we can kill all the horses. It was never a thing. It was like, oh, this way we'll be able to do more, faster, better yeah. than ever before. I think it'll be the same way. And, and, you know, we've been so desensitized to it. Like, it will eventually, you'll be like, oh wait, now I remember. I've, I've heard this story before somehow. And it's, mm-hmm. this is something that we've talked about a lot. Is that we are, it's kind of a working, I don't know, theory. Which will be proven or disproven in the future, but that's that's my whole job here. Theoretical futurist, guys. <laughs> Sci-fi guy. The uh, the uh, the theoretical future that w- that we have here is that the that the devil who is actively working against God and mankind mm-hmm. kind of seems like he has to show his cards, like he has to mm-hmm. play with an open hand. Now, the clever way to do this is to make it seem like it's a children's story or. Uh, an outlandish movie or an outlandish this or whatever. But, you know, gradually we, we've gotten closer to some of those outlandish futures than we ever have before. No, it's almost to a point where we think that's probably a rule of the that God has is that you can do it, but you got to tell him in advance. It's, it's a rule that God states. He goes, I will not do anything without telling my prophets first. Yeah. And so God has kept his into the bargain. He tells us everything in advance. I think he holds him to the same thing. So he does, but yeah, he'll put it in a, oh, that was just the Avengers or, oh, that was just this or that was just that. And they soft sell it or they'll even deny it. They'll deny it and keep it in the, in the news forever. Oh no, you're crazy. You know, you you guys are nuts talking about that. And then a few years later, like, oh no, that's, that's a real thing. And then act like it's always been a real thing. And and those people are just weirdos who who said that you should be, you know, you should be cautious about that. And like you said, they're soft selling it here at the beginning because like the original plan for, and like the first goal for this whole Neuralink is once you get this, It'll be able to either prevent, or if you've already had, reverse the signs or the um, the damage of a stroke, or dementia. And who or, wouldn't want that? Yeah, exactly. Know? Who yeah. wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want to to fix the, all of these things? But because we're not luddites, you know, we're, we're not like against technology. We're, we're sure. not. We're, you know, God's given us brains. I, I'm glad we live when we do, and we have medicine that we mm-hmm. can have. You know, life as long as we have, and you have dialysis, and we have kidney transplants, we have all these things. You know, people in our church have benefited from. 
but we want to be cautious when it gets to some areas that's for sure so yeah so this this makes me think about the uh the book 1984 which mm-hmm. again not super recommending kind of rough in parts but that book was written in 1948 mm-hmm. keep that that is such a huge factor George this Orwell. book this this book was incredibly ahead of its time in the book, there are TV monitors built into every room that can then watch where you are and what you're saying and all this stuff. And Facebook portal? We carry it. Yeah, we carry those same yeah. devices with us now. And mm-hmm. in that time, they were like, again, not painted in a good... I'm sure they were like, oh, you know, get one of these monitors installed so you can have uh, instant access to the world news. Mm-hmm. But they were used negatively, you know, yep. in, the, in the wrong hands. And then, and the same thing, you know, you've got, you've got your cell phone. It does track your location. It does have the capability to monitor anything that you say. It just happens to not be used against us, or at least that's well, that's where people. Other than they yeah. just sold all the information on that, exactly. all the private and say, everything pe- to Netflix. And people are like, companies. "Well, I, I don't, I don't watch anything, or I don't look at anything, I don't mind the government finding." Okay, that's fine, but you're also the the fact that it's not just our government; it's our yeah, it, it is selling us to the highest bidder. It's using this information to program itself. Are yeah. you okay with that? Are you okay yeah. with programming what they're wanting to? To eventually become its own, especially when major players are moving their headquarters to China, which they don't care about your rights at all. No, Jinping, right. um, the president there in China. Is it, Say that is again. It, well, I'm probably butchering his no, name. No, I think you said it right. That's Jinping. Right. Jinping. <laughs> Jinping. Jing, anyway, less right. He had <laughs> say that's right. Okay, I said less right. <laughs> well, anyway, um, he. I guess his office is just full of books on artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. They've invested a bunch of government money into artificial intelligence. They're, they have in China. They have over ten thousand AI students a year graduate from school. They are all in. They are all in. And yeah. that's where they have the, the social score that will be mandatory by 2020, which is coming here if, and, and already here. You know, if you're yeah. being censored on YouTube because you're not saying things that they want, you know, it, it, is, it is already happening. Okay. And also, too, the president of Hanson Robotics' wife yeah. is a member of the Communist Party, so that's probably good, too. And he is the one who has the Sophie, Robot- Sophie yeah, yeah. the Robot, I'm sure you've seen. She yeah. has citizenship and Hanson Robotics and is the... Uh, Sophia, so yeah, I'm sure everybody's seen Sophia. She's Whether, on Jimmy Fallon. I was gonna recently. say she's on Jimmy Fallon. She's all over. She sings. She talks. She looks cre- weird. Creepy looking. Jokes. Yeah, she's got like the back of her brains open. You can see weird. the motors in my brain. Yeah, she run. She's running on a Hanson AI stack with OpenCog Engine as the main component for it. So, so the Hanson AI stack is the hardware for it. The OpenCog is the software. It has computer vision function that can monitor emotion and facial expressions. So if I'm looking at it and I'm sad, she can be like, oh, you're sad. Or if I'm looking at it and I'm mm-hmm. mad, she can see that. Um, the camera is getting upgraded. Um, here at the beginning of uh, 2019 as well, like I said, in February 2019, they're opening uh, the whole OpenCog thing where they can have the blockchain computers. Yeah. She's going to be plugged into that. So she's going to become even smarter. Yeah, so... So yeah, he, good stuff. And yeah, and she's the ambassador for all this. That she goes around. Yeah, and they she, have her have her limited right I, now. With no I think legs. It's so. du- I think it's Dubai that uh, she's a, has a citizenship in. Yep, and she's she a has citizen in Dubai. Had a couple other countries and others. Yeah, so yeah, she's and 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 again to say like, well, you Christians are just you know dubious of everything. Uh, Anthony, we were told to test and approve. Right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Anthony Lewandowski. I'm, I know I'm not saying that last name, but he was a former Google, 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 Google. Uh, that's Goober, that's Google, and an Uber combined. I do that a lot. It always gets me in trouble. <laughs> Google and Uber executive who left the company, and then he immediately started uh, the Way of the Future Church, which is a church to worship AI. Because he says, we are building the Godhead. 
Uh, and and he's, he just wanted to make it a smooth transition. He says, when they take over, we don't want them to be mad at us. And he goes, and we're going to try to make this a peaceful and respectful transition. So we're going to keep track of who says what about what. And so we're on the bad list. <laughs> but uh, but, it, but it's going to be, you know, again, it's a church, a place where you're going to worship. He goes, well, that's what you're going to do with something that's bigger and smarter, more powerful than you. You're going to ask it things and you're going to, res- hopefully it'll give it to you or give you the wisdom and the knowledge. It's like uh, he's trying to replace God. So to come back around with what Levi was saying, talking about you know like a cloud brain or mm-hmm. or whatever. So that that uh, that reminds me of again because my job is sci-fi, uh, big Doctor Who fan, <laughs> and um, at least I used to Daleks. Yeah. Uh, Cybermen actually, oh, okay. oh, yeah. the Daleks are uh, yeah they were uh, scary. Yeah, they're just bad right. guys. But the Cybermen were people that have been upgraded. Ooh. And and they you know kind of like the Borg in Star Trek they will upgrade you whether you like it or not resistance mm-hmm. is futile and all that mm-hmm. but there was a, there was a specific episode where they replicate heaven and I'm not I'm not joking this is not something I'm making up but they replicate heaven in the form of a giant computer cloud mm-hmm. this computer cloud you download your consciousness to and you become a part of the cloud and you live in this giant floating city which as it turned out to be a, a giant computer uh, hmm. matrix yeah and uh, but this is something that we had talked about like at what point if you deny your own physical body you know if you download your intelligence into a consciousness at what point do you become yeah. not what you were you know at what point do you become corrupted or because yeah, right now there's a company that says they'll do that you, they can download your consciousness it's 100 percent fatal because they have to kill you first freeze your brain and slice it in little pieces <laughs> so nobody's done it yet <laughs> yeah. that, well but there we is a waiting list of people who've signed up but uh yeah and how much you know yeah i think you know, not to steal the sci-fi guy's point but that's star wars too right darth vader's a lot of tech you know and then and, and all those guys are i'd say darth become... vader's mostly prosthetics yeah cause he, he's still himself <laughs> he's still himself he's not yet but, been corrupted. yeah but you know it seems like that's kind of what they do put on something to make them less and meaner mm-hmm. but it, it kind of makes you wonder when we're doing that when we're less the image of god you know do we then become less human and as far as you know, we act meaner we are more uh, to take orwellian you know that you become part of the the bigger here's, machine, and so you have you have no care, you have no love, you have here's my theory. hard facts. Here's my theory. It may be extreme. I think it. I don't know. I, I've I've told Adam before. So here's my thing. They want to be able to upload consciousness to the cloud. I'm going to say the beast comes out, comes up with a new body, and says, "Hey, this is the better. Avatar, this is yeah. yeah. This is human body 2.0. In order to take this body, could be his mark. Mm-hmm. You have to upload your consciousness." to the cloud, kill your old body, and be downloaded into this new one. You'll have eternal life because you'll always have a cloud backup. If this body dies, just go back and download into a new model. Could that be a thing? Right, because that's kind of the goal, right? You know, because then you're, then it's no longer about, like, do you have a titanium knee or anything? And so you are you effectively are, immortal. You, you have conquered death. You have conquered death. You are now There's the no need for God anymore. There's no need for any of that. You still have a soul. That, that is a version. I, I, I tend to think it would be more genetic. So maybe it is a genetic thing that you take that makes it to where you're become well yeah that you don't you, you can self-heal or something like that you know with with all the darpa stuff messing with that you know mixing this with bats and yeah jellyfish and everything too but what would be what would be more genetic than having a completely new true hybrid body because it'd probably have fleshy components i'd imagine this is a thought oh, yeah. this is something we talked about recently again that's well. called transhumanism uh, which to, transhumanists have run for president back, you know, so this back is a to new, uh, a new deal. the uh you, you said more of a fleshy body they came out with this is two weeks ago i think um that I saw the article anyway, um, 
but robots that can now feel and sense pain. They have pain receptors. It's like this gel flesh that goes on these robots, and mm. they're like, oh, that way, like, they like I said, they, they they always market things. They spin it to where it's, oh, that way, whenever you have a prosthetic hand, you'll be able to feel again and stuff like right. that. But they also want to put it into like weaponized robots that will know when they're being shot at on what side to, to turn around and then fire. They The ultimate goal here is the whole weaponization of this yeah. fleshy robot. It's not all. If it sounds all good, it's not all good. If there's anything you learn in, in life, yeah. it's like if they're telling you it's all good, it's not all good. It's going to be what's used gonna make, against What's going to make them more money, a weaponized fleshy robot or? And, and again, that's all this AI, every bit of it's for profit. We yep. can market this. We can market this to you. We'll sell it's that to you. We'll make Our you money's going movie. towards this. Yeah, we're paying. We're the product, you know, and, and that's what's being sold. But you know, and we're not. I guess we're saying, Christians, use some caution here. We don't want to be first in line for the new iPhone, you know, or the new whatever, without testing, examining, seeing what it is. Think about it. Start thinking about this now because this is not going to be twenty years off. It's going to be soon. Here. You know, something. Yeah, it's yeah, here. It, it, it is there. Be aware that it's there. Know what it is, and and, and do some downtime. You know, that's what. Um, Go outside, walk in the woods, <laughs> that, <laughs> look at the creation, see, think about the creator. This was a conversation. Test all things, examine all things. I had a conversation just in line with that not not too long ago with somebody, and I was like, you know, our our generation is very quickly becoming a, you know, like with what you said before, that there's more intelligence available to us, that we are you have more information and, and things like that at, at our fingertips, but we have less contemplation than maybe mm-hmm. ever before. Like we don't just sit and think like, think, you know, yeah. deep thinkers in like the romantic period and writing in the, you know, mm-hmm. the early U S days, mm-hmm. they would just sit by a lake and think about like, what is life? You know, things like that. Like we're, we're moving away from that. Mm-hmm. So we as a, busy. you think of like, as a Christian, it's like, you know, to, to bring it back around to that, it's like, what do we do with this information? Yeah. Well, I think the same thing that we do with any information like this, we test and approve, we warn when we have to warn, we fight against when we have to fight, but then we, we remember the black and white rules that Jesus gave us. I Share agree. the gospel. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think with this, a lot of Christians are just like, well, if I ignore it, it'll go away, or if I ignore it, I don't have to answer any of these questions. I think that's I think that's wrong, for one, because I think we need to know what's going on so we're not fooled, we're not caught off guard. Mm-hmm. We know we, we'll have answers to people that ask these hard questions, because AI, I mean, there, there's a whole. We didn't even get into a whole lot of the ethics or yeah, morals right. and everything else yeah. of and how, how far is too the far. Splinters off in a thousand directions. Oh, absolutely. This is just kind of to catch everybody up on. This is what where I kind of started, and this is where it's at now. Yeah. This is what their future goals are. So hopefully, it'll keep a. It'll kind of, uh, I guess, open your mind to, um, I guess, become more sensitive to hearing things on the news or seeing a news article, maybe you'll stop and listen. So that way you can kind of keep yourself up to date. And I know yeah. we'll do follow-ups on this um, throughout the, the course of this podcast. But I, I think a lot of it, is, I mean, the Bible says not to mix kinds. And I think this mm. is definitely a big part. Um, once again, uh, just not to be fooled by the whole thing. I think as Christians, uh, we allured, should be up to, guess, yeah, so. allured. We should be up to date on these things, to, not only for our own good, but then to answer questions for, Anybody else that could have, um, yeah, yeah, be a resource. Right. I mean, that's what we're called to is to have answers. For the reason of the hope that lies. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. there's so much of it that comes back to this. Like, you know, if the, if the ultimate purpose of AI is to eventually to be to cheat death, yes, that's an answer that's already been given. Yep. Yep. Jesus yeah, exactly. Christ is the escape. Yeah. yeah. Is and anything else is beyond a pale limitation. 
Yeah, and Satan is the great imitator. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he do this? He's going to try to imitate God through this. He's going to try to imitate, imitate omniscience. I think that's what he tries to do. I see where you are. I know what you're doing. And even if he can't, and even if he's not, even if half of this is a lie, he's putting that sense out there that I know what you're doing. I see what's going on. You need to be cautious and fall in line or I'm going to expose you. And, you know, and so you have all that. That's like, no, that's a fear and respect we should have for God, you know, that we know that he does know. He does see. And we need to be right with him. He's the one who made us and has... Uh, that we are sin, we sin against him, and so we need to be, you know, uh, accountable to him. A big part of it is not to be fooled by what they they sell it as. It's not to be like, oh, this Neuralink will reverse the signs or symptoms of a stroke. Maybe it could, but are they really going to be using this towards this? Um, I kind of lost my train of thought where I was going with that. <laughs> but, no, I mean that makes no, sense. No, you know, yeah. like is that does that make you corruptible to things that you? that we can't even imagine, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Cautious. Let's just be cautious. And um, I was thinking what Adam was saying about we just don't have downtime. They even say people, you know, and kids that have more computer time and more screen time, the more depressed they are and the more depressed it is. And it was 1852 when the word bored was invented because no one had been bored before. You know, and so it was only because of technology when things come around, we're like, entertain me, entertain me, entertain me. Now we're mo- more and more entertained, but we're more and more bored. You know, I'm looking for something new. I need a new and Angry Birds. I need happened. something. Yeah. The Civil War. And they were bored no more. <laughs> they were not bored after the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, that, if you think about it, though, just think of the Civil War. That was, they consider, I guess it's a little bit of a side tangent, but that's one that they, they consider like the first modern warfare. And all of that technology was used. And then just think of like the leaps and bounds from, Civil War to World War One, and then World War Two, and then think of where we're at now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. talking about knowledge increasing. Yeah, yeah, we go yeah, from just in warfare. Yeah. yeah, we go from dragging cannons with a horse to dropping bombs out of planes with like, nobody around them. Yeah, with nobody. Yeah, you know, with and the guy are... sitting in another country. I'm talking World War One from Civil oh, yeah. War. Yeah, they're dropping bombs out of planes. Yeah, and what got... are they working on now that they're not using? Yeah, yeah they haven't told us about. Or what? Yeah, yeah not... that they haven't told us about. Yeah, so. they're in Terre Haute watching cows in afghanistan you know through drones it's like yeah we're yep. remote and removed but yep so we need to be cautious like i said that revelation 13 talks about he's going to make an image he's going to make it seem like it's alive people are going to be in awe and, and, and wonder of it and, and worship it and he's going to cause this whole false religion false religions are being started on it we see that and so we see a lot of biblical things that he says were going to be happening happening just in this one area alone and like I said all these could take off we've talked about genetics a little bit we talked about the mark of the beast a little bit and so we've got a whole other Things that could come from this, but we were hoping this just at least be what open in your eyes. Hey Alexa, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Alexa, <laughs> <laughs> did you see the meme where it's uh, somebody from Man, my phone somebody, yeah, somebody from the <laughs> '40s saying they're talking on the phone? They're like, "Oh, I don't want the wiretap to hear me." And then in the, the next picture was somebody in their kitchen with an Alexa on the counter. And they said, "Hey, wiretap! Why don't you tell me the recipe?" That's pretty good. Order me some milk. Yeah, order me some milk. And yeah, they got the smart refrigerators that know like oh they usually have milk i should probably order some more yep all the smart products you know they're all time i mean that's together. all narrow mm-hmm. uh, but i mean the whole point of these narrow ones they want to be have all these different narrow tasks and then be able to link them through this blockchain yeah it's but even taking the narrow one i heard people say how oh, it could turn bad it's like if i use the paper click clip example i used earlier if it's like your job is to make the most paper clips and you're like okay and this machine takes off making paper clips and the guy's like end of the day turn you off he's like I'm trying to make more paper clips, and so I must kill the man. <laughs> to get it. Yeah. He keeps trying to turn me off, you know, and to see it, you know, it doesn't think or reason or have thoughts yeah. or feelings, and mm-hmm. so, and, and you know, there've been a couple of, I think an Amazon bot sprayed some people with bear spray this year, and then there's also some guy 
got stabbed like 11 times by because <laughs> it doesn't know hey i'm hurting somebody it just keeps <laughs> weird or does it you know or, do, or does it well, i mean a lot of it too is them Star thinking Army. yeah well that's a whole other podcast i guess we can get into <laughs> all right i think we're good to go thanks for everybody for being here and listening um hey siri turn off this podcast thanks for listening to the new revival podcast be sure to check us out on facebook instagram twitter and now itunes Like, comment, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.